Welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 10. On these episodes, you'll be seeing Shotgun and my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I am not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and some would say that I do have a certain set of skills. <laughs> not really sure what those are, but nor am I a yelper like the majority of the residents of South Park, Colorado. But I do love trying new restaurants and food, so enjoy. Our first two stops include me, my brother, my mother, and my father. My parents came into town to visit my brother and I for my mom's birthday, actually, at the beginning of the month. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, what we did is we actually ended up having brunch at uh, Tony, which is a little patisserie in the Loop, actually. It was established in the Hinsdale since 1944, now open in Chicago. The Tony is a European-inspired patisserie and cafe dedicated to providing the highest quality, quote-unquote, from scratch, products in an inviting atmosphere. For this, I actually decided to go with something pretty French. I decided to go with the Quiche Lorraine, a San Pellegrino little juice that's kind of like a, a fizzy orange juice kind of thing. It was fantastic. This restaurant is super quaint, very quiet. It was actually kind of awkward that we had to pull two tables together for four people to sit down, but it was absolutely fantastic. It really wasn't something that I... It was, peg as my family going to, but it was around brunch time. Everywhere else was about an hour, hour and a half wait. So we just wanted to go somewhere quick, easy, and get some food in the stomach for enjoying the rest of the day. If you're looking for somewhere quiet, fun, and definitely like European vibe, definitely would recommend Tony. Later that night, I actually decided to go to dinner with my parents and my brother for my mom's birthday. We stopped in after having reservations at the Bridge House Tavern. This is amazing, right on the river. Bridge House Tavern was opened in the spring of 2011 by Mark Hemmer and Ryan C. Their goal was to create a polished, casual restaurant along the Chicago River that welcomes every patron. The menu is an eclectic range of new American comfort food and was dying to follow along the history of the gastropubs in Chicago. They continuously evolve the menu to make it interesting for guests year-round. The stunning skyline views, expansive outdoor patio, and the unique food options combine to make this one of Chicago's finest culinary establishments. This I absolutely believe. I actually decided to go with the summer bruschetta, which was absolutely phenomenal. It was paired with scallops, which just tasted so great. I'm a huge seafood fan. We're sitting there right there on the river enjoying yourselves after a long day. It was absolutely fantastic. They had a lot of other great comfort foods. My dad's got like fish and chips. My brother got some steak. It was very Americanized food. It was also in a fun, enjoyable little atmosphere. If you're looking for somewhere fun, relaxing, on the river, it's not too expensive. Definitely recommend the Bridge House Tavern. Up next is Fat Rice. This has been on my list of restaurants to try out for quite some time now. Fat Rice, which opened in November of last year, keeps its will-be-different promise. This restaurant, as its roots rebellion, owner Abraham Conlon and Adrian Lowe were underground restauranters for five years. Fat Rice makes demands of its patrons, grouping them into communal tables, 
or even a long L-shaped counter at the bar. It is quite noisy dining room and holds no more than 38 people, which is kind of interesting and fun in itself. There are no reservations and no waiting space in the main room, though a few doors down a small anteroom can accommodate. Like for us, there we got pretty lucky that we got there before the evening rush. Because when I wanted to go here, the reason was because of the type of food it is. The food is actually from Macaw, which is a one-time Portuguese colony now controlled by the People's Republic of China. And according to Fat Rice's menu, it melts Portuguese and Chinese element, but also Gone, African, and Malaysian influence. Eating here, you will definitely be outside your comfort zone, but you're probably going to love it. I actually went here with my friend Milk. We, um, she's actually from China, so it was actually a great place to go to explore some food that we've both had and also wanted to try something a little bit different too. So we ended up splitting potstickers, shrimp fried rice, and bali chong tamarindo. Uh, what that is is braised sweet and sour pork belly, tamarind, pineapple, and chicarones. Huge fan of having pineapple in my dishes, so I was really excited about this. And I'm all about trying different types of food. So pork belly is right up my alley. Would not recommend going here with more than one other person since it's very loud and it's hard to even get table space. But if you guys want to take your friend, a date, whatever, highly recommend it if you're up for some trying some very interesting, authentic macaw food. Up next is a stop at Franklin Tap. For those of you who don't know, I'm actually pretty uh, involved in the tech scene here in Chicago. So I actually hosted a networking event back in October. And as a thank you gift to a lot of people on my panel, I offered to take them actually out to lunch. And so Franklin Tap actually happened to be one of the places that uh, my current boss, Christine, wanted to go. Franklin Tap is an urban tavern and craft bar located in Chicago's Vibrant Loop, just seconds away from the Willis Tower, Union Station, and Loop's financial district. In addition to their fantastic made-from-scratch menu items, they offer a fun environment with great staff and best craft beer selection in Chicago's Loop. They frequently host tastings and other exciting events and specials. The crazy thing is, went here on lunch hour during the work week with my boss to a place that serves great beer. It was killing me the entire time I was there. I couldn't order a beer. <laughs> when we walked in about 12.05, we had the last possible table. Both of us had something to do at 1 o'clock. We had a meeting, so we had to get in and get out. So we got super lucky that I actually had a table available. What I ended up getting was something fun um, that was kind of like pubby style stuff was the Hawaiian coconut shrimp wrap. And then this is absolutely phenomenal. I really like mentioned before, I love like coconut, Hawaiian, pineapple, anything from the islands I love. It was just so fantastic. I really like the really sweet taste in your mouth as you're eating it. It's phenomenal. For pub-style food, I definitely would recommend checking out the Franklin Tap. Up next is another time I actually took out a friend from being at my networking event. Her name is Christy. We went to Antique Taco in Wicker Park. Antique Taco is a counter service concept from the husband and wife duo, Rick and Ashley Ortiz. This marries upmarket tacos to quote-unquote vintage aesthetic incorporating a smattering of reclaimed items for sale. 
this is quite an interesting place. You walk in, you place your order at the counter, which is kind of like tacos by choice or different options that way, and then bring it out to you. For napkins, they actually have washable rags. You set your own table, you grab your own napkins, you grab your own water, you grab your own utensils. Very interesting. This food was so good though. I ended up getting the three mushroom pepper tacos. Absolutely fantastic. Huge fan of Mexican food. Absolutely loved it. This place is fun. I went there during the week, so it wasn't that busy. No, no wait at all. Highly recommend if you want to try something out for a little taco joint in Wicker Park. Up next is Cochon Bolon Brasserie, another French restaurant I really want to check out this, this month. It was fantastic. The Cochon Bolon Brasserie is French bakery, brasserie, and bar in the loop led by James Beard, winning chef Roland Licani of Lestamades, and acclaimed chef Matt Aylia of Gilbert, Schwa Emoto. The menu features French specialties such as classic steak fries, escargot, mussels, roasted chicken, and French dip sandwiches. The coffee bar allows guests to grab and go with a cappuccino and delicious pan au chocolat. Especially cocktails are crafted by beverage teams, featured favorites like the Daily Shave. Cochon Ball Brasserie is open for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and weekend brunch. For this was actually fantastic. We're here during the work week with uh, three friends, Olivia, Pat, and Na. It was absolutely packed. It was incredible. Um, I ended up getting the Cuban Parisian Paris sandwich, which was absolutely fantastic. Which was, the only weird part was we were actually located at a high table in the middle of like the bar. It was super crowded, like I was right by the window, to uh, the door when you walked in too. So it was four people sitting at a high table. Not a lot of space for anything going on. But definitely recommend checking it out. Up next was my stop in Memphis, Tennessee. And yes, I did ask the waitress if she was from Memphis because she was the only ten I see. <laughs> uh, but we stopped into Central Barbecue. I was down there for a leadership seminar. And according to our Uber driver, it was the best barbecue in Memphis. The Memphians are known for great barbecue and won't sell for anything less, according to Central Barbecue. Central Barbecue has been one of the top three barbecue restaurants in Memphis since 2003 and taken top honors 10 times. At Central Barbecue, they slow smoke all their meats, ribs, pork, chicken, turkey, beef, brisket, sausage, and bologna. Their premium meats are rubbed with the secret combinations of dry spices, marinated for 24 hours, then are smoked low and slow in the pit over a combination of hickory and pecan woods. No sauce is ever introduced in the pit. This is what absolutely separates their food from anything else. It was kind of weird. You walk in, you walk up to this little counter, place your order, and then they bring out the food for you. It's kind of like um, Culver style, but, but uh, more barbecue, but this, you kind of kind of feel to it. End up getting a pork plate. It was absolutely phenomenal with uh, beans and mac and cheese side. Of the eight people I went with, we all got different things, so it was definitely fun for everyone to really experience the classic Memphis barbecue. I've had Memphis barbecue before, but this stuff definitely takes the cake. It was absolutely phenomenal. If you're not ever down in Memphis, definitely check out Central Barbecue.
Up next is another brunch spot. I actually ended up going to Highline, which happens to be a Four Corners Tavern. Four Corners Tavern Group is first has its first location in River North, Highline, which will be a staple for lunches and happy hours throughout the week. They're featuring over 24 TVs and state-of-the-art sound system. Highline also has an exceptional place to watch the big games. With several private areas, Highline is ideal for events of any size. The menu offers up bar fare mingled with Four Corners Four Corners favorites like fish tacos and skillet cookie. End up going there with th- three other friends, David Anana. It was all you could eat plus $15 bottomless mimosas. Just fantastic. I ended up getting plates of small waffles, mac and cheese bites, finger foods, fruit, omelets, you name it. It was fantastic. They had so much good food. It was great. I think I went up and got three different things. Probably actually some of the best waffles I've ever had. They were like little mini waffles, only like three or four inches wide, but I got three or four of them with some fruit on top. Absolutely fantastic. One weird thing was, was we were there on Sunday, so I'm, like, I'm distracted by football on TV, but they played like club house music with some like sports going on. So it was a really weird just kind of intake. It was like all-you-can-eat food, mimosas, club music, and then like sports. So just I was very distracted with everything going on. But if you're looking for a fun little brunch spot and you want to have a couple of drinks or two, definitely check out Highline in River North. And for our last stop, actually took place of this in November, but I actually wanted to bring it up on the podcast. I was so excited. Strange Food Chicago and Chicago Food Events hosted the first annual Strange Food Chicago Fest. Reminder, this was Chicago's first first festival celebrating those strange things on menus around Melinda City. Guests had the chance to sample all the ordinary fare from over a dozen small local restaurants while sipping drinks provided by local breweries and distilleries. I was lucky enough to be able to emcee the entertainment for the night, but let me tell you, the food was totally worth it. Let me give you a quick run now what we had a chance to eat. From Im Rice and Bian, we had pig brain and baked eggs. From Jarabi, we had bull's testicles and eyeball tacos. From El Carito, we had big feet, pozzoli, and black corn fungus. From Sunset Fo, we had Croatian and Viet street food, ban kat. From Saigon Bistro Crawfish, we had Cajun shrimp sausages. From Fu, we had treat pho shooters with pho display. From J Smile 51, we had Hong Kong waffles. From Aha Crepes, we had hand rolled ice cream. From Tanuki, we had soft-shell crab nori tacos. From Honeydew, we had assorted serene bites. From Something Sweet Donuts, we had red velvet donuts. From Snow Dragon, we had shaved ice demo. From Kualong, we had sticky coconut rice bamboo. From Rihanna's Kitchen, we had mutton bone shank marrow. From Bites Asian Tapas, we had fermented pork ribs. From Catch on Fire, we had Modelo Machala mixers. It was absolutely fantastic. So much good food. Everyone had a great time. I was so excited. They really did a great job there. I'm really excited for them next year. That's all we have for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed our ride, and definitely check out some of these phenomenal restaurants. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, 
All I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.